Hi, welcome to the SpeedGSM podcast. I'm Shona Koha, a doctor in Derbyshire, and I'm delighted to be joined by Dr. Hussein Al-Zabedi, who is passionate about getting people involved in physical activity. Today, we're going to talk about a new campaign, Swimming is Medicine. The Royal College of General Practitioners and Swim England have teamed up on this campaign to promote swimming and aquatic exercise to patients. So thank you for joining us today, Dr. Zain. Uh, would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Hi, my name's Dr. Hussein Al-Zabedi. I'm a GP based in Warwickshire and the uh, Royal College of GPs, uh, Lifestyle and Physical Activity Lead and a clinical advisor for swimming. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, so let's dive in then. Um, so I know both of us work in GP surgeries and have both seen patients thrive through their journeys of prescribed exercise in the pool setting. Can you please explain what benefits swimming can provide for someone? Yeah, of course. I'd say like any form of physical activity we know is going to provide a multitude of benefits, both physical and mental. But swimming specifically, for me, there's something about both the aspect that it helps those, for example, who are struggling with increased weight to get active without potentially exacerbating concurrent pains that they may be experiencing. Uh, Secondary to that, and also, because I run a number of different groups from walking groups, running groups, uh, Nordic walking, et cetera, all through the GP surgery. And one thing that often those that are starting really at the lowest base fear a lot, and no matter how much you do to make it accessible, is the concern they're going to be at the back and the concern they're going to be keeping people from, you know, slowing them down. And in a pool or even in the open water, it doesn't really matter if that makes sense. We tend not to sort of swim in lines, you know, in, in such a way where where you're keeping someone up. So I find that a pool can be just even more accessible because people don't need to stress about that aspect. And they've mentioned that to me many times, that they just feel far more comfortable that they can do what they can do without potentially causing issues for the group. So I'd say that was probably one of the biggest reasons why I feel swimming can be such a great group activity for those that are really starting at the bottom. Yeah, of course, you hold some very valid points there. Um, so what evidence is out there to show that swimming is both safe and effective as prescribed exercise? So there's a fair bit of evidence, actually. If, if you look through the, the literature, there has been a number of really useful studies. Um, there's one in particular that I, I used a lot when I designed my swim group. And the name of the lady who did her PhD in it has now completely escaped me. I think it's Hannah or something. But it was done at, out of University of Exeter. And it just demonstrated for the for a group which had all been referred because of lower back pain, and they had joined this swimming group, there was just such profound improvements, not just to the symptoms of pain, but to the quality of life, to the confidence levels and other markers which they assessed um, looking at the mental health. And and I think that's kind of the beauty of activities like swimming. It's, it's, it's rarely ever just the pure physical movements that are bringing the benefits. It's the group setting. It's the environment they're in. It's the fun that you get from trying something new. It's the ego enhancement you get from learning and improving at something. That's what makes physical activity often so effective when we compare it against other interventions. Um, And yeah, there is plenty of evidence out there to definitely support the fact that it's effective, 
and also that it's safe for really a wide range of long-term health conditions. Because a lot of the time, people with long-term conditions, they do worry about exacerbating symptoms or worsening their condition. And there is often that sort of false assumption that that physical activity can do that. And that's sometimes even mentioned by clinicians themselves, because they may not be aware of the evidence. But what Swim England have, have, have really championed is, is the, the research that's out there in supporting, for example, people with epilepsy, people with MS, people with asthma, so that they can feel confident utilizing the water. And one thing I'd recommend any healthcare professional, regardless of the type of profession, is to go on the Swim England website and search the um, health-specific fact sheets that are available. They are there's, there's specific sheets for patients to read. So let's say if you have a patient in front of you that wants to build up their confidence, but there's also ones for the same conditions specifically for the professionals so they can guide them and advise them how to do it safely. Because yeah, there are certain things you need to put in place and things you need to discuss and be aware of. Um, and it's important that you communicate that effectively to the patient. But on the whole, there is very little reason why you can't do any form of swimming as long as there hasn't been the right adjustments. And something that Swimming England again has really pushed is for the various venues that are operating pools across the UK, that they complete what's called water wellbeing training. This is that the staff are able to support the um, the patients that come regardless of what the kind of disabilities or long-term health conditions. So therefore they can uh, allow them to access that water safely. And if you use the pool finder, again, if you just Google Swim England and pool finder, you can find out which venues have completed that training um, because it really does make a difference. And it even just shows that the venue is interested and cares about that um, by, by completing that training. Lovely, thank you. Um, so how are the Royal College of G uh, General Practitioners and Swim England currently working together to promote swimming as medicine? Yeah, so swimming as medicine was launched um, sort of earlier this year and is kind of a big push to, to ensure that primary care understands the benefit and the power of using the water in order to support our patients. We've got an increasing number of those suffering with long-term conditions, many with multiple long-term conditions. And we need as many clinicians to feel confident and inspired and supported to get their patients to see those benefits. And so Swimming as Medicine is, is a combination. It's a campaign to raise awareness. It's also a project to increase the resources in this area. And over the next uh, 12 months, we are going to continue publishing further resources to support clinicians feel more confident. And probably more than anything, it's sort of like, uh, it's a way of galvanizing as many clinicians that care and that um, are interested in swimming, even for their own personal health, to be champions in their local areas, to, to look at how they can engage with the local pool or the local open water venue, and think of ways of doing things slightly out of the box. You know, the 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 I think the standard consultation and between a patient and clinician in the room, that is something that I think is outdated. Yes, there's a place and we need to keep doing those, but more and more now we need to think about ways of supporting patients to make those changes within their lifestyle. That's gonna bring about a much more significant benefit, both in the short and long term. 
So I think projects like this sort of demonstrate that the RCP cares about it. Swim England obviously think it's uh, beneficial, and we just need to get more GPs, nurses, first contact physios, social prescribers. We need to get more of them to harness that benefit as another tool in the armory, because I think we often do think that we, we struggle to have options for many patients. But in reality, we do. We just need to feel more comfortable and explore maybe options that we weren't trained at in university. Lovely. So it's quite a big national movement going on then, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So on a, on a more individual basis, then, how would you advise a healthcare professional to promote swimming? So I think the most important tip, and this is the same tip that I'd give to anyone where you're trying to advise a patient to get more active, is you need to seek permission in the consultation. Because if, let's say, a patient comes in about something different, which is normally the case, they're unlikely to come to you saying, I want to swim more. Um, you need to firstly ensure that you've listened to their problem, that you've thought about what the expectations are and how you're going to manage that. And instead, invite the patient in saying, you know, the problem that you've mentioned today, I found that many of my other patients have been supported by swimming, or I know that there's evidence out there that means we could help those symptoms with swimming. Would you like to talk about that further? Or would you be interested in finding out more? By having an invitation, it allows the patient to decide. And they may go, no, I don't want to know about it. In which case, that's fine. That's totally fine. You just planted the seed. You never know what that may do later down the line where the patient may uh, think about it. But for many, I find they say yes, and, and they do want to find out more. And then that's where you can introduce the topic. And what I will generally do in the first consultation is because time is precious, I don't have the time to go through these in detail. I will use the Swim England fact sheets. And let's say the patient struggles with type 2 diabetes. I will download that and send that via an accurate text message. So that's just an SMS uh, text messaging service. And ask the patient, look, can you review through this? There's lots of really useful material on there. And then come back to me, dependent on how you feel. If you if you want to try out swimming, then go for it. If you want to have more of a discussion about how swimming is going to be beneficial and, and to talk about this further and get more advice, then please give me a further call. And I find that about a third of patients will actually try swimming from that. And so they won't, won't call me again, but they'll go to the leisure center. When I speak to them later for an unrelated issue, they talk about, you know, giving that a go. Um, and then a third of patients won't. They'll sort of leave it there and, and they won't contact me or they won't go swimming. And then a third will give me a ring back just to discuss this a little bit more and get some more details. They may have clarifying questions where they're concerned about the impact it may have with this or or they're, they're worried that they won't be able to swim safely. They haven't swum for decades and, and they want some further support and advice. And yeah, that's generally where I go. Now, since, well, when did we start? Since the beginning of this year, I've set up a swim group, which has made it a lot easier because I don't have to just tell them, you know, go and access your local pool. I can say, look, come to one of my groups. We can support you on that process. We can we can help you um, get more confident and you can meet other patients that are using the water as well. And that's transformed it. I find that patients really are up for for giving that a go and, and for, for trying it out. The fact that I'm going to be there or other healthcare professionals are going to be there, that, that just helps them to realise, oh, this is important. The fact that he's spending an hour of his time in that week to do this or maybe the social prescriber to do this or the health and wellbeing coach to do this, that just sends that message that we think it's important. 
that we're actually dedicating our time to do it. Um, now, I know not everyone's going to have the opportunity to do that, but definitely what I mentioned at the beginning of inviting, getting permission, and really just trying to explain that there are a lot of benefits that you feel individual to them. And sometimes I'll use specific things. So let's say the patient says that they are getting tired a lot of the time and they're feeling very fatigued. I will link back to that. I'll say, I find that a number of patients, if they get active and they use swimming as a way to get active, over time, they can improve that symptom. Because if you can link it to them, then suddenly they, they can see a potential avenue to improve that symptom. And they also register that, okay, he was listening. He was understanding it. And if you can be as specific to the words that they said to you, then the more they will understand that, ah, okay, he's, he's, ha- he's listened, he's taken that on board and he's got some advice that he thinks is specific to my problem. Okay, thank you. Um, so again, you mentioned like the latter third of um, people who are thinking like they might want to go swimming, but we're not quite sure. And again, there's some groups where we haven't got swim groups, haven't got pools nearby. What advice would you give to someone who's quite nervous about going swimming for the first time by themselves? Yeah, so it's, it's 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 always a massive hurdle when you haven't been for a long time. You don't feel confident about swimming, and also many will feel subconscious about the way they look. You know, there's no way around it. When you go swimming, you know there isn't much that's left for the imagination, and so therefore patients will be concerned about how people perceive them sort of in the water. One tip that I found is really giving them advice as to the swimwear, because there is a lot of swimwear out there which can really help from that front to to sort of basically uh, feel a bit more private and and not as exposed. So I will speak to patients about that, and often I'll I'll ask them about you know what are the things that worry them, and and just make them feel completely at ease to having these issues, because many will feel that they're small and they're minor and and. And the doctor's just going to think that I'm making excuses. But I really just say that, look, I totally understand that there are a million things that can stop us from doing the pool. But, you know, let's talk about them. There may be things that we can we can work and maybe things that we can't. But having that conversation can be really useful. And I'll say another tip that I found that patients really like is essentially getting to know the venue beforehand. So. One thing that I did with my local leisure center was I created a short video. It's about a minute long and it shows where the parking is, how to get into the leisure center, how to find the changing rooms. You know, what's the process with the lockers? You know, what's the the timing slots, how you can access, you know, when you can and when you can't go there. And doing that, patients will have told me that you know it's so helpful because I've often felt really nervous that I'm out of place I don't know where I need to go I don't know how much it is I don't know um, if I need a pound coin for the lockers or something else and just that unknown makes it enough to have in action um, and so by doing that kind of short video it can kind of help patients to appreciate kind of what they need to do now many leisure centers may already have that so i'd explore your local one look at their website there may already be all that information on there mine didn't at the time and so i worked with them to create that short video didn't take long and if it helps even just one patient overcome that barrier then it's worthwhile perfect i love that um about the video it sounds really really helpful um, so I know we touched on it briefly earlier on, um, just to remind our listeners just on how people can find their local swimming pools. Yeah, so the Swimmingland website, there is a pool finder page and there you can just put in the postcode and it will show you all the pools. Plus, it will give you information about those pools as to 
what facilities they have. Are they accessible in terms of allowing and helping patients get in and out of the water that have mobility issues? And also if they completed the water well-being accreditation, um, which, you know, if they have, it's a really high bar. So like that is a sign that that pool is going to be really open and really uh, well catered to support patients with long term health conditions. I would look out for that. And yeah, and, and, and not only can you find sort of the pool locations on the pool finder site, there is a link from there that will take you to other parts of the Swim England website where whether it be open water swimming or pool swimming, it gives you lots of really useful tips as to how to approach that. You know, what kind of equipment do you need? What are the common pitfalls? Um, how to, you know, uh, get active in the pool when you can't swim. So they have lots of exercises. So one of the things that I've, I found is many of the people that came to my group just couldn't swim. You know, they, they can't swim. And we're not a like we're not giving swimming classes, you know, that takes time, it takes training, etc. But there is a lot you can do in a pool to exercise that doesn't involve swimming. I know it sounds crazy, but uh, swimming would have like an eight page document, which has all the various exercises you can do using your body, using the side of the pool. And we've printed that and laminated it and we bring it to the sessions. And then people will often on the side of the pool have a look and go, oh, okay, let me do some tricep dips on the side. And what's beautiful about the water is that it makes it so much easier because it obviously takes a lot of your weight when you're doing it. So it's a fantastic kind of gateway drug when it comes to physical activity, because it's very easy and accessible once you get there and once they're in the water. Perfect. Thank you. So hopefully all the listeners can look out for that website and see all these resources that you're talking about. And um, so just uh, one final question, really. So we've spoken a lot about how patients get more involved. Um, but how can healthcare professionals get more involved with swimming as medicine? Yes. So we've created an e-learning for health module on that. So on that very thing, swimming is medicine. Um, it takes about 20 to 30 minutes. And I know that we have got so much e-learning to do. We're probably all sick of it. But I promise you, this will be an e-learning that you will actually enjoy. It's got lots of useful videos. It's got lots of useful content. And like a lot of this in terms of lifestyle medicine, a lot of the reason I read into it, I practice it, I do it. It's because it's beneficial for you. And that has always been my number one tip when it comes to lifestyle medicine is do it yourself. Do it yourself and then you will understand and appreciate the benefits and you'll become evangelical when it goes to describing it to the patients. And there's nothing more important than practicing what you preach in terms of, of this because patients can tell they can tell when I'm speaking about it that I have, I do swim and I do enjoy swimming and I've accessed the benefits rather than someone that's hasn't swum for 20 years and just sort of generically stating some positives about it. And even not just the benefit of being more authentic when you're speaking to the patient, you'll get so many benefits for yourself. I think well-being at the moment within the National Health Service is at an all-time low. And it's more important than ever that we take time to ourselves doesn't have to be long but to look after our physical and mental well-being so that would be my one thing for the sort of listeners here if you haven't swum for a long time then give it a go you can go open water you can go to your local pool doesn't matter what it is but just give it a go access it have a bit of fun 
Perfect. Thank you. There's some really good top tips there and some really good take home messages as well. Um, so again, I just want to say on behalf of BGSM, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I know this is a topic that we could talk for hours about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was a huge pleasure to hear about swimming as medicine and hopefully uh, many more people get involved behind Bermotion. Thank you so much for having me.